Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is, What's Our Reading on the Jesus Meter? Let's pray. Father, we come today so thankful. Father, you are a merciful God. You're a great and loving God. We come ready to receive. Change us, Father, with your word, and we choose to follow more closely, Father, not what we want to believe, but what the truth is in your word, Father. Show us in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic. What's our reading on the Jesus meter? Another way to say it would be, how many of Jesus' teachings do we really follow? You know, one of my favorite Happy Days episodes years ago was when the Fonz had to say he was wrong. It took the whole episode. You know, our flesh does not like to admit that it was wrong or is wrong. And we see that so much in the body of Christ, the church today. You can show people in the Bible where their beliefs are wrong, and they will fight tooth and nail to tell you why their denominational beliefs are correct. And they twist the Word of God or leave scriptures out to justify their personal beliefs. How it must grieve Jesus to see people ignore so many promises of God that he paid for at Calvary because of a lack of faith. You know, Hebrews 11.6 tells us that it is impossible to please God without faith. Well, let's read that. Hebrews 11.6 from the Amplified Bible. But without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please him for whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that he rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek him. Folks, notice it says we can't walk with God and please him if we don't have faith. And notice it doesn't tell us to diligently seek religion or denomination. It tells us to seek him and he is the word of God the Bible. The question is, will we let the Bible change us and show us where we are wrong? So we can have faith for salvation through a born-again relationship, and that is the most important for sure. But at the same time, we can believe that God is somehow in competition with the devil, stealing, killing, and destroying so he can teach his people something. That is a totally unscriptural doctrine and a sad doctrine that far too many Christians choose to follow. But the Bible tells us to choose life. Notice we choose. God doesn't choose for us. Now, don't get me wrong. Those unbelieving Christians that are born again are going to heaven. Even if they don't believe, and follow half the Bible. But I often wonder how many would-be Christians they chase off every year with their doctrine of unbelief in so many of the promises of God. So again, how would we rate ourselves on the Jesus meter if 100% was believing everything that Jesus taught and said was truth and 0% was not believing anything about Jesus. First of all, we should all be humble enough to admit 
that none of us is likely at 100%. I truly believe we'll all get to heaven, those of us that are going, and find out there are some things we believed that just were not correct. And thank God we'll be in heaven to get our beliefs corrected and not in hell. But how would we rate ourselves on the Jesus meter? It reminds me of workplace safety. I've often used this meter example on safety and that none of us is at 100% on the safety meter, especially on home projects sometimes. And all the men said amen. But where would we rate ourselves on the Jesus meter? And then where would God put us on the meter reading? I would guess that it's pretty safe to say that most of us would rate ourselves higher than what our true score would be with God. Why? Probably mostly pride, some arrogance, some ignorance, some listening to the wrong preachers that missed the truth in an area or two or three. What if we all were totally open to the fact that we could be wrong in some of our areas of belief and would read the Word of God, which is the Jesus meter, and be open to letting the Word change us instead of reading it to try to prove we are right. For example, we can read Scripture after Scripture after Scripture that God is a healing God, not the least of which is 1 Peter 2.24. Let's read that from the Amplified Bible. He personally carried our sins in his body on the cross, willingly offering himself on it as on an altar of sacrifice, so that we might die to sin, become immune from the penalty and power of sin, and live for righteousness. For by his wounds, you who believe have been healed by Jesus' stripes. We are healed. Let's read that last part again. And by his wounds, of course, talking about the whipping post, you who believe, notice it's those who believe, have been healed by Jesus' stripes, and we are healed. My friends, Jesus took a physical beating at the whipping post, not a spiritual beating. And Jesus went everywhere and healed people of all kinds of sicknesses and diseases. But yet, like doubting Thomas, most Christians don't accept the promise of healing that Jesus paid for. Many choose to walk by sight. Well, I saw so-and-so die, and they were a believer. Where do they find Scripture to walk by what they see? But like doubting Thomas, until they can see Jesus in heaven and ask him, they choose to be a non-believer in the healing Jesus. Sadly, many of them will go to heaven early when God promised them a long life to be a blessing to others on this earth with that long life. My friends, we are told to not walk in the flesh and observe natural things, but yet so many Christians do. Again, they'll say, well, so-and-so got sick and died, so that must have been God's will. Our flesh wants to follow the sense realm so badly. But the word of God is truth, and God cannot lie. 
So what rating would we give ourselves on the Jesus meter? And what would our true reading be from God? Do we just stay with the same meter reading all of our life because we are unwilling to be taught from the Word of God where we believe wrong and humble ourselves? Sadly, there are probably many that are unwilling to change from their denominational beliefs, even if the Bible teaches them differently. Let's not let that be you and I. Let's be open to let the Word of God change us from an unbeliever in certain areas to being a believer. Now let's read James 4, 7 in the Amplified Bible. So submit to the authority of God, resist the devil, stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. My friends, do we believe the Word of God? Sadly, many believers do not believe we have authority over the devil. Well, why does this scripture tell us, you and I, to resist him, to stand firm against him, and that he'll flee from us if we don't have authority? Well, let's read 2 Chronicles 7.14 in the Amplified Bible. And my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek, crave, require as a necessity my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. Folks, will we be willing to change where we need to? Will we call on the name of Jesus and humble ourselves and pray and seek his face as a necessity and let him show us where we believe wrong? Let's pray. Father, we choose to be open, to be humble, Father. Show us, each one of us, me, all the listeners here, Show us all anywhere that we're believing wrong, Father, through your word, not through what the majority of people think, Father. It doesn't matter, Father. The only thing that matters is what you believe and you are truth. Show us, Father. We humble ourselves to be open for you to show us anywhere, Father, where we're not following your word, Father. We choose not to walk by sight, by the sense realm, Father, but walk by faith in what you spoke in your word. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.